You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Hello and welcome to Talk Your Jits Podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a purple belt who trains at November Tango BJJ, located in Great Bend, Kansas. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Taylor. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Oh man, the pleasure is all mine. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good. Getting some cold weather heading our way, so I'm not looking forward to that, but we get to train tonight. Yeah, it's starting to get a little nippy up here in Detroit, too, so trust me, we know. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. All right, man. Well, let's, uh, without further ado, if you want to, you know, formally introduce yourself uh, again, by all means, and let's hear about your uh, jiu-jitsu journey. Okay. Yeah, well, um, like you said, my name is Nick Taylor. I'm a purple belt. I've been so for right about a year now. I'm training here in Great Bend, Kansas. It's a pretty small town, kind of in the middle of nowhere. So, um, how we got here started out, I would say probably around 2009, my buddy came up to me and he's like, man, I got this book. You got to check it out. So I'm like, all right, sure. Whatever. Well, it was, uh, Eddie Bravo jujitsu unleashed. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you want to go through this book? I'm like, yeah, sure. Well, he had a, um, a stepson that worked at a carpet store. So he got a bunch of old carpet padding and used carpet and threw it down in his basement. And pretty much my jujitsu started from that book. We just got together and got to working on that. Um, at the time, there was nowhere within an hour of here that we even knew about. So for probably six straight months, we just did jujitsu out of the jujitsu unleashed book. And then around that time, we ended up finding a place in Hutchison, Kansas, which is about an hour away from here. And it was a no-gi only place, so that kind of fit in with what we were doing. And got training on that. And I'll never forget the first day I walked in there, um, Ernest Bell, the guy who owns it, he was like, so you got any prior martial arts experience? And, you know, I was completely new to jujitsu, nothing. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm a Taekwondo black belt. He's like, all right, man, let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, it didn't work out for me. Oh, wow. But, yeah, from there, we were just, um, we were going probably once every other week to Hutch to train. And then um, gas got, got kind of outrageous and life took over and um, stopped for a little while. And then, um, it was probably 2013, um, my friend Dan that I got started with got killed in a motorcycle accident. Oh, sorry to hear that. So, yeah. So that kind of set me back a little ways. And then, um, I got to where I was going. I was kind of hopping around. There was, um, there was a place in Salina, which is about an hour and a half. And then there was a place in Dodge City, which is about an hour and 15 minutes from me. So I was just kind of bouncing all over the place. You know, I'd go, if I wanted to do Nogi, I'd go to Hutch. If I wanted to do Gi, I'd go to Salina or Dodge City. And just never really had a home, never really did anything. And then um, one day I got to talking to one of the ladies in my church. And she is the director of the Central Kansas Dream Center here in Great Bend. And they have, uh, it's like an inpatient program for people with life-altering addictions. Okay. And they were finding out that, like, as people got in there, you know, and started kind of getting off the things they were addicted to, they were putting on a lot of weight. And she came up to me. She's like, hey, you know, I've heard you, you do some martial arts. Would you be interested in teaching? And keep in mind, at this time, I'm still, like... I don't know, four or five year white belt, you know, cause I've never really been anywhere. I just been kind of going all over the place, but I'm like, you know, yeah, sure. I'd love to. So got in there and um, got started working with some of the people in the program and I got to where things just kind of didn't work out, you know, schedules conflicted a little bit and they couldn't make it to classes anymore. So in, um, it would have probably been 2017. I had the opportunity to open it up to the public mm -hmm. and I've been going strong ever since then, um, teaching. So yeah, I started teaching as a four stripe white belt, which is kind of, 
you know, taboo, but there's nobody within an hour from me. So <laughs> <laughs> right. jujitsu will push on. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah, I did that for a while and then ended up, we had a guy, he was a brown belt at the time. He's a black belt now. His name's Travis Turnus. Um, he came and worked with me and worked with us. He's the one that promoted me to blue belt. And then he ended up moving away to Wichita and kind of just out here, you know, floundering at blue belt for a while. And one of the guys I had trained with in Dodge city, who was a purple belt at the time then had recently got his black belt and I got hooked back up with him and he's been working with us really consistently. Um, at least monthly he'll come up and work with us. And, um, it was under him and his instructor that last December I got my purple belt. So that's, that's kind of my journey in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, everyone's everyone has a unique journey it, it's it's crazy how you know you know you you're you i guess be drawn to it or like how jujitsu like just kind of like nudges his way into your life in such an awkward way yeah it was re- you know i had seen the original ufc's like i knew jujitsu was cool but it was never really on my radar because we're kind of so isolated, you know, we're just a small town in the middle of Kansas. I never really thought I would have the opportunity. And I honestly don't even know where my friend came up with that book, but you know, the minute we started doing that, um, I was hooked and that book, it starts out. I don't know um, if you're familiar with the, the half guard lockdown. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, first and foremost, you know, you got to master the half guard lockdown to be able to get into rubber guard and all this. So I was spending like hours and hours and hours working lockdown. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because that's kind of became my home base now. Like if I'm getting, if I'm getting overwhelmed or if I'm just needing to rest or um, maybe just wanting to punish somebody, you know, I go straight to lockdown <laughs> and start working from there. But you know, it's something you probably would never learn in an academy anywhere, especially not the first thing you would learn. Um, but I just, you know, I figured out the control from there. I figured out, figured out how to use it. And I don't know, that book, it just, that first day me and him got going, I knew that that was something that's going to be in my life for, for a while. Yeah, that, that's what's up. Like, I don't think I, well, I, yeah, I... I've watched the first UFC. No, 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 no. Um, this is after. I think this is like, um, I've heard about the, you know, I heard about UFC. Um, you know, heard the name Royce Gracie, and whatnot. Um, so I was like, know very, very, very little about you know, MMA, uh, like well, mixed martial arts, mixed martial arts in general, but more so like jujitsu. Never heard of it. You know, I always heard the, you know, like the videos, like, you know, Royce Gracie, you know, practice jiu-jitsu. And, you know, and I would, I would, you know, would mimic every time I was, you know, his name would come up. And that's like literally the only thing I knew, but I never knew like the extent of what jiu-jitsu was, you know. Right. Yeah. So until like I actually started training, you know, when I started training five years ago, when I found out like, oh, this is jiu-jitsu. And then yeah. now when I go back and watch and read all these, you know, reading all these books and, you know, watching, like, replaying the first few UFCs with Royce Gracie, and it's like, ah. <laughs> everything now, makes sense. Everything makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> especially, especially, um, you know, like our grand, our, um, our master, uh, Joe Moera, you know, he's Brazilian, so he got that thickness and that's how he introduced, you know, Joe Moreiro, and just hearing him talk, you know, because he taught himself English, but, you know, just hearing him talk with that thick accent and you can still understand everything he's saying. But, yeah, but like once I finally found out what ju- like jujitsu was, I'm like, damn, man, I wish I would have caught on to this like a lot earlier. Oh, my goodness, did, totally. Man. Yeah, if I could have started it like, 10 years sooner and been consistent with it i can't imagine <laughs> yeah i cannot either because i necessarily yeah, i couldn't i necessarily didn't it was not many many jujitsu schools in detroit me with uh, me growing up everything was you know karate uh kickboxing taekwondo 
Right. Um, when I got a little bit older, that's when I started seeing a little bit of MMA start to happen. But yeah, it was just mainly like karate, which was cool. Like, you know, I tried it, but I don't know. I guess it just really didn't appeal that much to me. Right. You know, as much. I you know I had friends who did it, and you know they they made it seem cool and all, but I was like, eh, it's, eh. I don't want to get punched. that was that was like my only thing i was like man i don't want to get punched in the face because you know as kids you know you you watch kung fu movies and you try the moves out and i didn't been kicked in the face i didn't kick you know cousins in the face and it's like (laughs) i don't want to actually do that to somebody man but you know (laughs) yeah that was a lot the same here like i'm gonna show my age here a little bit but when i was a kid the teenage mutant ninja turtles first came out Mm. And like when I saw them, I'm like, Dad, I gotta be a ninja. Oh yeah. Like it just consumed my life. And there was a Taekwondo school here in town at the time and he got me in it and that's how I got started in martial arts. But yeah, it's like just so day and night, right? Like I, I enjoyed Taekwondo, but I live jujitsu. Man, I'm telling you. Like I don't think I don't think if I would have done any other sport or martial art, would I've been, would I've dove so deep into it, like into it, like I do jujitsu, right? Because like now, everything has to be jujitsu. Yeah, like from conversations to like what I do on a daily basis to like even my clothes, like I have to have something re- like jujitsu related on at all times. For sure. I don't, I don't know I why. Totally get that. I don't know what's the obsession about it, but you know, it, that's how that's how it is. I think part of it, you know, it's just like raising your flag up, because then you never know. You know, somebody's going to see your shirt who might do jujitsu, or you might see somebody with a jujitsu shirt, and then you're just like, bam, you got a conversation. Yeah, yeah, and and that that happened a lot. Like I was, um, I, this was back when I was a, a blue belt, and I had on this uh this hoodie that I made. And it had like the the uh, jujitsu kanji on the front and on the back. It said um, jujitsu versus the world or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I wore this jacket religiously. <laughs> and I hate that I can't find this jacket because I love that jacket. But um, yeah, one guy walked up to me. And he was like, uh, "Oh, you know, you you train? You know?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, because uh, I noticed the symbol on your jacket. Uh, me and my brothers used to do it, and blah blah blah." So I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." And he slapped, we slapped bumped in the middle of the mall. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. I was like, wait a minute. We, we, we going? He's like, oh, no, 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 man. I haven't practiced. I haven't trained in years. I was like, okay. Yeah, you got to let me know, man. You just can't just throw that out there like that. Well, man, you know, especially because jujitsu don't work in the streets. It's kind of kind of dangerous. It's <laughs> very dangerous. <laughs> That's, that's 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 the thing. Like, oh, this doesn't work outside in the streets, but oh, yes, yeah, it does. Uh, absolutely. If trained right. Yep. Yep. So, um, so do you uh do you compete? Yes. Okay. So how's that? How's that been? I love to compete. Um, I'm not a super great competitor. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a very competitive person, but um, the way we currently have it, we train two days a week. And, you know, I just don't have the mat time that a lot of the guys, um, my rank have, but I don't miss competitions. If actually, well, the first one we had, I don't know, there was one in Wichita last month and it was the first one I didn't compete because I had enough people going that I just dedicated my time to coaching. And that was the first time that happened. And Honestly, that was so amazing. Like I left there completely frazzled. It's one thing being responsible for yourself, but when you're responsible for all these other people, you know, and like you're sharing their victories, you're sharing their losses and it's just a completely different world. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm probably going to be doing a lot more of that, but I I still love to compete. Mm. And it's weird that I that I got bit by the like this like this competitive bug so late so late in my uh, you know so late in my jujitsu journey. I won't say late, but you know like why wait till a brown belt to start competing? Right. And 
Yeah, man. It's like I I did. You know, I talked about this before. I did one last year. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I keep saying last year, but it was earlier this year um, that I did one. Um, didn't go so well. You know, it is what it is. I don't think anyone's first time ever really was like that glory, that glorified, you know, win. I, I got destroyed. Yeah. Either here or there. But, uh, yeah, so as time went on, I was, you know, looking at it and I was like, man, you know what? I will I can see myself maybe doing another one. I just kind of like toss in the air like, yeah, man, well, it is what it is. I'll do another one. If I do, I do. I don't know. Right. But now it's like I got one in January. I nice. got I got one in May. And I think I signed up for another one that's like late November. So I was like, all right, dude, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, slow down, Turbo. Like we let's let's, let's get our foot let's let's get our feet wet first. But no nah, man, I'm just I'm just so eager to like get back out there. And, and right. really, really like see like okay, my first time I did one just to see how it how it is. This one I put a lot, you know, I put a lot of more effort in my training and conditioning. Let's see how this one goes. And then by the more likely that I'm going to be doing it, I'm going to I will be doing another one. If there's one sooner than May, I'll probably find it. But May would be my second one, and that one I'm gonna just try to see. I guess full like fight camp, you know. Take, you know, ex, you know, train as much as I can on the mats, you know, get myself really, really in shape and whatnot. Because right now, like my training partner, well, I guess you want to say he's my he's my coach now for competing. He's like, yeah, you know, you got to get you got to start rolling more. And it's like, right. all right. No, you know, understand. So he's like, oh, they do four. I think it was like for grappling industries, I think is for brown belt four minute rounds. Yeah. So he's like, "All right, so we that's all we doing. It's four minute rounds. When you roll, four minute rounds." So it's just like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Oh man, four minute rounds," and it's been kicking my ass. But I do feel myself getting a lot better because, like yesterday, um, we did we had our class, and then I think we rolled maybe a good like four or five time like four or five matches after class and i was still feeling good like i was i was tired i you know of course but i was like man i can i can do another four or five minute rounds yeah i need a i need a minute but you know, i wasn't <laughs> like i wasn't as dead as i as i usually be so i'm i'm pretty excited to see how this uh how january goes man that's awesome is it there in detroit yeah it's uh it's it says detroit but it's in wayne michigan not it's like oh, okay 30 minutes uh, away from the airport from the um yeah from the airport so that's where they usually uh have them okay yeah 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 my first my first competition it's it's cringeworthy now that i look back on it but um that was the time when i was you know i was traveling i was doing one class every other week and because i kind of cut my teeth you know off the 10th planet book and I had been YouTube and everything Eddie Bravo was doing, you know, I had got the mastering, the twister, um, DVD set, or no, it was actually, uh, yeah. Mastering the twister. And so the submission challenge, I don't know if you're familiar with them. They're kind of, um, growing throughout the Midwest, but it's run by Derek Stewart, the guy that owns 10th Pine Omaha. Well, they came to Wichita. So I'm like, I'm signing up, you know, it's a complete EBI rule set. I think for white white belts, it was like six or eight minute round. And here I am training once every other week and I got a grappling dummy. And the only thing I trained on this grappling dummy was like twister side control to truck (laughs) to calf slicer. Like I just had in my mind, this is how it's going down. Like there's no other way this is going to end up. I was so wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I got the floor mopped with me. Oh man! But you know it was, it was a great experience, and it kind of gave me the bug, and haven't looked back since. Yeah, like I um, I keep trying to. I'm have to try uh try again, but like I'm trying to get in touch with the guy who uh who I did my first tournament against. 
um because he's not necessarily on social media but i did like you know relate a message to his uh his head instructor so hopefully um you know i can get him on soon but yeah man it's like i the way that first that first match went i was just like man they i i i I intentionally signed up for this <laughs> like I did this on purpose, like <laughs> you know, because you know I I've been to tournaments, I've seen tournaments online, you know, like I said, I've been to a couple, and I didn't realize like you know the higher in the rank you get, the thinner the the brackets be. Yeah. So it's like you know I I went there, uh, it was for a uh, tap uh tap cancer out. Okay. And, um, so it was there. Obviously, it was like a lot of kids there at first, and then like you know some of the adults was there. And then I started seeing some of the adults show up, and I'm like, okay, who's going to be in the purple belt division? Because I, because when I signed up, it was like, I think it was like our bracket maybe had like 12 people. Um, okay. but it ended up being just me and one other guy because I don't, I, some of the other guys didn't show, so they had to like split the bracket weird. So it was just the best, like best two out of three match. Um, and but before then, I'm just looking at people like, okay, this guy looks like he might be a brown belt, so I'll keep eye out on him. Turns out he was a blue belt, so I was like, oh well, shit. <laughs> and I saw another guy, and I was like, okay, he might be, but nope, he was white belt. So I was like, all right, come on now. And then, like, the biggest guy in the room <laughs> took his jacket <laughs> off <laughs> and grabbed his gi. I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> it just had to be you. It just had to be you. <laughs> big guy. Big, strong guy. I was like, of course, man. Of course. But, yeah, he got the takedown, got the submission easily. And, you know, the, his instructor pulled me to the side. Like, hey, man, you know, you did great. I'm like, what? like this match was like 10 seconds man what are you talking about <laughs> he's like no nah, man it's just you know everyone at the everyone at the gym you know you know they you know he he gives them trouble so i was like all right i guess i guess that's okay yeah but then you know later found out that this dude was at you know he used to play professional football and he's been like competing for like the last i don't know like eight plus years oh man so i was like all right i don't feel too bad <laughs> like, <laughs> right i don't feel too bad <laughs> But I was like, man, if this is what I have to compete at an ultra heavy, yeah, no, we got to drop this weight all the way down. <laughs> like, I got to give myself a give myself a fighting chance here, man. <laughs> man, there is nothing more deceptive than walking around a competition before everybody puts their geese on. Like, you don't know who's who, what's what. It's just constant sizing people up, trying to figure out who you're going with. Yeah, and, but, what's but. The, the weird part is it feels like you're the only person that's doing it. Right, because everyone just like you know chilling, talking, and whatever. But you're like just eyeing the whole room, like yeah, who I got to kill, or who's gonna kill me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. But I'll tell you though, I've never met a more, I guess, friendly, for lack of better word, scene. Like as far as competitive sports, I have so many friends I've made after I've competed with them. You know, win or lose. But it's like everybody's so ready to just get in there, congratulate you, you know, even maybe talk you through what happened. You know, it's just it's been such an amazing community. And that's yeah. part of what brings me back to competitions. Um, just meeting so many people from so many places. Yeah. I mean, doing this podcast, for example. Right. You know, I've I've done over 40 interviews so far. Wow. And yeah, just the the amount of people that I've met, uh, you know, just just doing this alone. Mm -hmm. You know, I talk to people from Spain, UK, uh, just all over the world. You know, just being brought together for this one particular thing, which is jujitsu. Yeah, it's really amazing. It's very very amazing, man, and I love it. And I'm like, I'm so happy with myself. I was like, you know what, I was bouncing with the idea of starting a podcast and it's like okay let's make it a jujitsu podcast but i'm like okay what could possibly what could you possibly talk about with jujitsu but then it's like well when i you know i can't remember the the, the page on instagram that i saw the video from because I, I talked about this before um it was a lady explaining um about 
uh, her son who got I think he was in an accident. He he died in an accident. I'm not 100 percent sure, but she was just basically saying how like jujitsu helped her with her depression and you know dealing with the loss of her son and all this other stuff. And I was like, dang, that's pretty dope. And I was like, man, I would like wow. to talk to somebody like that, you know? Yeah. And then I just you know just going through Facebook and looking at different groups and just saying you know just people just kind of like you know just saying like oh man you know I'm so happy I started training and blah 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 yada yada yada. And I was like, man, maybe I should just do one where people just talk about their jujitsu journey. And here we are. Heck yeah, that's and, amazing. And here we are. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I haven't missed an episode you've posted yet, and like, I'm just, I love the podcast. It's just, so, it's such an honor to be able to be on it. And like you said, just, you know, where else on the planet would I be talking to some guy I don't know from, you know, halfway across the country or whatever? about right. this one thing that we have in common yeah and yeah, it's, it's amazing and everybody who and everybody come on and they say the same thing it's like you know the from like especially the people who have never dreamed of being on a podcast right it's like i'm not you know there's like I, I, i've never been on one what, what what do i do like what do i talk about well you talk about jujitsu <laughs> like this is what this is about you you talk about jujitsu and it's like oh you got do you have like questions for us i'm like yeah we'll see <laughs> so, you know, so right. if nobody no time to prepare it's just I'm like nope we want to i want to make it i want to keep it organic yeah like because if i give you a list of questions you want to try to like you know give your best detailed answers like nope nope right. none of that but everybody who came on you know everyone started off shaky but as time went on it's like it just turned to a normal conversation yeah i mean it's just how can you not talk about it <laughs> right Cause it's like yeah like you say we are complete strangers i would never known you unless um you know one of your students introduced you know like hey you know my instructor he would love to be on the show too it's like all right yeah send him on and look <laughs> <laughs> you know look what happens you know yeah it's crazy yeah. um yeah i'm i'm so looking forward to hearing ed's interview but when he told me he was on there i'm like man that's you know that's sick he's like bro you should reach out to him i'm like Hell, man, nobody's going to want to talk to me. He's like, do it. <laughs> so I did it, and here we are. Yeah, because he, like, he told me, he's like, yeah, man, you know, my instructor, he, you know, he, I told him I was going to be on here and blah, 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 and you should, you should talk to him. I was like, dude, I'll talk to anybody who wants to do, who wants to talk about jujitsu. Yeah. Because, like, when, because uh, we, because I recorded Ed's episode, but it didn't really go the way he kind of wanted it. So he just messaged me, like, hey, can we do this again? I was like, sure, okay. we can do it over. Right on. So, yeah, it was it was it was, it was pretty fun because he I I think he messaged me afterwards. It was like, man, now that now that the episode is going, I got so much stuff to talk about now. I was like, you want to do it over, <laughs> man? He's like, yes. I was like, all right, dude, we can do it over. <laughs> I love that guy, man. He's got so much to talk about. Man, he has seen so much just in the sport and everything. He's awesome, dude. Yeah, he's pretty awesome, man. I, I you know, I kind of like message him back, you know, every now and then, you know, just keep up a touch. But I've been trying to keep up a touch with everybody, so yeah, yeah, man, definitely, definitely love to, you know, hear the feedback because I got, you know, people messaging me all the time about like, man, you know, this episode was the, you know, the best episode you did, and then they come back the next week, like, all right, correction, this one was pretty good too. <laughs> I was like, they're all good, man. They're all good. We got, you know, it's some um, coming down the pipeline that's like really, really interesting and really deep. But all in all, man, you know, it's it's been very, very interesting seeing how not only jujitsu brought them a new meaning to life, but molded the life that they, you know, they currently have and just got them out of so many bad situations. Yeah, you know, personally, and I can you know personally say the same thing too, man. So it's it's been an honor and a blessing, you know, talking to you guys, and you know I feel like the lucky one, even though it's my show. I feel like y'all, man, I'm so excited. You know, I'm doing a show <laughs> with Nick tonight. It's like who? Don't worry about it. <laughs> like I, you know, don't worry about it, man. He's a good he's a good guy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, it's mutual, man. I'm super excited to be on here. Man, yeah. So, what, I mean, what else is there? Anything else like jujitsu that's going on with you right now, man? Like, you know, like this with the with the school or whatnot. We're just kind of um, we've 
went through a little bit of a growth phase here recently. There for a while over the summer, we were, I don't know, running maybe six, eight people a night. And here just in the past couple months, we've been up around 15, you know, really consistently. So That's awesome. um, getting a lot of new people. Uh, we have a guy actually here. I think he'll be here a couple more months. He's a purple belt from Iowa, but he works with the National Park Service. And he's stationed here to work at Fort Larned for a while. So um, we've actually kind of split it up. I've started taking just all the new people working basics. He's taking the people who have been around longer and um, just working some more advanced stuff with them. With, um, with them. Because, you know, I figure they're going to be hearing my voice from a long time. I'd rather have them, you know, get a fresh look at something, maybe um, find something I might not teach them. And then just work with all the new people because, you know, it really hit home. I was, I kind of like to do a theme for the month. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I think maybe it was last month or something. I was doing rubber guard for the whole month. And I got like five new people in here. And their first introduction to jujitsu is rubber guard. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe I should back this up a little bit maybe we should split things a little bit, take it, you know, kind of take it slow. And so it's, it's been, been that way for about a month or so now and um, seems to be doing really good. We had, I don't know how many people um, recently, probably at least five. Um, They'll start and then a competition will come around. And then within like a month of their starting, they're jumping into competition. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's been really cool to see just, um, just the hunger for people around here, you know, it's like when I started it out, I was kind of on an Island, you know, I didn't even know how to go about finding people. It's like, you know, how do you explain jujitsu? Oh yeah. We have great band has a huge wrestling scene, like high school and under. Um, so, you know, it's like, you know, the closest way you can, I come up with it is just like it's wrestling with joint locks and submissions, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's finding those people, and um getting them to show up it, it it took a while to get some traction and um two of my blue belts now well one just moved away but he's back this week for the holidays um they've been with me pretty much since i've been able to open it up to the public they both started at 16 um both wrestling at the time one was a lifelong wrestler and you know they just took it and ran and it's so cool to see I'm a wrestler, you know, they have such positional awareness and so great body control mm-hmm. when they, when it clicks in their brain, how to use that with jujitsu. It's like, that's an instant beast. <laughs> yeah. Like that's a problem to solve. And to be able to watch these, these young guys come up from that and come through wrestling. And now, you know, they're both one stripe blue belts in jujitsu. And um, it's just been really amazing to see just to see their growth, see the transformation. And, um, you know, and now we got so many new people. It's just, it's like a continual thing. It's catching, catching on. And I just love it. Uh, it's, you know, there's been times, you know, I've it's like those little fleeting moments, like, you know, what am I doing? What, why am I putting all my time and effort into this? Mm-hmm. You know, and if it was just me going to an academy somewhere, you know, it might have been, okay, I'm going to fall off for a month or whatever. But when you got these people here now and you know they're hungry and you know they're wanting it, and then you go and you get to see that, it's like, okay, I'm an idiot. You know, get that out of my head. I'm not stopping this. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Yeah, I I have those moments all the time, man. It's just like I would be sitting there like, dude, what am I doing? Why am I putting myself through so much pain and, you know, body aches for what? And I just be so mad at myself. But then I'm walking in the gym like, all right, I'll figure it out later. But until then, we about to hit these mats. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's really one of the only places in the world where, like, everything's on hold. You know, you can have all these ideas about yourself and what you would do and what you wouldn't do. But when you're standing there staring eye to eye with that person in front of you, and you know that your only option is to submit or get submitted, 
<laughs> you know, like all the BS flies out the window. Yeah. You have to be completely in the moment. You can't be thinking about um, how your day at work was or, you know, what's going on in your life. It's just the only thing I've found really that just can get me in the moment and keep me there. You know, that, that six minutes that you're rolling, like that's all you can focus on. And to me, that's just, that's, that's the freeing part of jujitsu to me, I guess. It's like, it doesn't matter what happened before I stepped foot on those mats. Mm -hmm. It just, it's gone, you know? And yeah, that's, that's kind of what jujitsu has been for me. It's just been a way to just clear my head, just get everything out of it and get in the moment and try to survive. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's it. <laughs> That's that's basically it. Like you 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 get out there and you do your best to just to live a little longer. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um yeah, so kind of like backtracking what you were saying about like, you know, um, you know, opening up a school, um, you know, getting bodies and, you know, getting bodies on the mats and yeah, that I can say that is, you know, kind of like by far the 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 most difficult thing to do um yeah. is like you said trying to convince someone to like not only give you their time give you their money and their body to a sport they know nothing about right like you can kind of be like yeah i teach karate or i teach boxing people kind of got an idea from that point on like as soon as you say the words they're like okay yeah uh i don't want to get punched i don't want to get kicked so no thank you mm -hmm. and then it's like okay well you know, I try to explain to people, you know, what jujitsu is. And it's like, okay, like, what is it? It's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I, I don't know what to tell you what it is, but it's just, a, you know, I just like, you know, it's grappling. It's just, you know, you don't want to try to throw, like, too many big words or, like, you know, scary things out. Like, you know, it's like strangulation, joint manipulation, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> so yeah. like, I'm like, okay, well. I don't know how to explain it to you. I don't think the best thing I can say is come try it. Mm -hmm. Like come try it, see how you like it, and then we'll just go from there. That's yeah. that's the best way I can try to get you in these doors. For sure. So and yeah, it's like it's got to the point now where I'm just like, okay, if I got a new person come in, you know, we'll go through the first class of the night and then I'm just like straight there to talk to him. You know, I'm telling him like, okay. So this is a marathon. I said, you know, if this is something that you think you want to do, like if you, what you've done here tonight, stir something in you to make you think this is something you could pursue, make up your mind now mm -hmm. that you're not going to quit for a year and then talk to me. Right. Because I mean, really, you know, jujitsu is so deep and it's constantly getting deeper with, you know, People are so innovative and everything's evolving. You know, that's realistic. In a year's time, maybe you can see the basis of jujitsu. And I don't feel like people can make an honest decision before that. No. I mean, you know, if that, I'm still what, I don't even know how many years in now and I'm learning new things and I'm thinking like, holy crap, how have I survived this long? You know, I'm <laughs> man, I'm telling you, it's it's such a weird thing because you know you I've been doing this for five years, yeah, five years, and there's still moments where I'm like, man, what the hell is I'm doing? <laughs> like just like I could be in the middle of a technique, like wait, what the f wait, hold on, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like like I should know this stuff, but at the same time, there are moments where I'll see a technique once. And I'll be able to like break it down so fast. I'm like, oh, okay, this is how you do it. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's it's always a it's always a constant evolving thing. Um, and that's like the conversation I had with my wife because she just started got back. She just got back into training earlier this month, okay. and you know she's like, I don't. She's just kind of like she'll have her moments where she can. You know she'll get the technique down and there's some moments where she can't and so she just kind of get discouraged and she's like well, i don't know if this is for me anymore and i was like all right look you kind of have to look at jujitsu a little bit differently than a new than a fresh pair uh fresh pair of eyes because you've been training for almost a year 
but then you took off a year. So right. you can't go in with the same mindset of what you already know because you're going to forget it. Yeah, definitely. But I say if you give it a hard, consistent month of not missing class, you you know, you give you give your all. I promise you, you'll find what you what you think, what you thought you were missing in jujitsu and you'll fall in love with it again. I promise you. Yeah. So for she's, sure. she's been going strong, man. She's been going strong. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. But it's 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 funny. It's it's funny, but it's weird at the same time. You know, um, being an assistant instructor on top of my wife training. So it's like I don't I, I try to work with her. At the same time, it's like, okay, I can't be her husband right now. I have to be her instructor. <laughs> and the same thing that goes with my daughter. Like, you know, I, I, I'm not your dad right now. I'm your instructor. Yeah. So it's sometimes it that, that line gets very, very blurry in some, you know, some situations. But, you know, it's, it, comes, it comes with the territory, you know. Yeah, for sure. So uh, is it looking like there's going to be a family of competitors? Do either of them have any, any? Um, want to compete? I guess. So, so my daughter, bless her, bless her little soul. <laughs> she's uh she's seven, and okay. um, <laughs> so I just kind of randomly asked her the other day. I was like, "Hey, you want to compete?" She's like, "What do you mean? Like roll like you doing a dog class?" I was like, y- "Yeah, you can say that. Yeah, <laughs> just for kids." And she's like, "Okay." So I was like, "Oh shit!" Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, I don't, I couldn't decipher that. Okay, I'm like, okay, is it an okay that you want to do it? Is it an okay because you just saying okay? Like, what is this okay? Like, I don't, I don't know. You gotta, you gotta give me something. She's like, "Yeah, I, 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 I want to compete." I'm like, "All right." So I was like, "All right." So after what, I, what I think I'm gonna do, um. I, you know, my wife is on board with it, but I just want to, you know, double check. I have to double check on my mom too, because she's like, uh-uh, I want my baby out there getting flipped and thrown around. But <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, no, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to sit her down, really see where her head's at, um, and really start personally train, you know, train her at home more often, so she can get used to you know, really, really doing jujitsu. Cause right now we do have a kids, we do have a kid, we do have kids classes, but okay. we get maybe one or two kids, you know, like on a good day. We'll, well, we only have like maybe like five kids in ours, in our class, but we mainly get like two to three. So it's like, um, they're not really competitive. They just kind of, they're just, you know, they're doing it for the, you know, for, I guess for like an after school activity. So I'm like, okay, well, She's gonna really have to learn that if you really want to do this, you really have to work, and it's gonna yeah. be a lot of work. It's gonna be a lot of hard work. So, yeah, definitely excited to see how that plays out. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, I've watched a whole lot of jujitsu, and the most action-packed, edgier seat jujitsu I've seen has been some little kids matches. It's some little kids, man. <laughs> there oh, is my so goodness. much heart. Oh, the heart of some of these kids. Is, they just leave everything there. Man, I'm telling you, if I could get a tiny speck of like just drive and motivation these kids have on this mats when they're training, I'll probably be a beast. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> like For you say, sure. man, they just they you know, they just put it boss to the wall, man, just giving it everything they got. They're, you know, flipping and rolling and you know going for different submissions and chaining them together i'm like come on man yeah like i I should not be afraid of this six-year-old right now (laughs) and i'll tell you what some of the funniest things you'll see like you'll see these little boys and they're just out there like walking around mean mugging looking like a beast and then this little girl will come in and just mop the floor with them and you got this little girl at the end getting her hand raised with a big smile on her face and this little boy with just tears running down his eyes you know crushed it's like Man, you got like you got to watch out. Yeah, and these are the, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just these kids are. It's insane. And like you were saying, the level that they're getting at, you know, chaining submissions and just the the movement and everything. It's just ridiculous how yeah. some of like these six, seven year olds. I can't imagine when they get into the adult divisions. You know, it's like 
They That's probably be. time for me to stop competing. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, I think it's time for me to go ahead and hang it up. Yep. Because um, you have to think, you know, versus, you know, us, you know, versus kids, what they have to, they have to focus on what, school? Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. But we got bills, we got life situations, we got, you know, health, we got this, we got that. But all they have to do is just worry about school and showing up for training and repping these drills a hundred and you know hundred and one times. Yeah. So for sure. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to to really put put her to the put her through the uh, trenches and see how she comes out because you know she's very you know she's she's this is her really first physical I guess you want to say like physical um activities that she does and you know there's been times where she'll you know be playing in class and she'll fall and she's crying so it's like okay can't do that (laughs) (laughs) like you won't be able to do that like you won't be able to just you know just get up and just start crying and walk off the mat it's like no you actually have to put forth the effort but i've seen that in tournament you know in kids tournaments too where it's like they'll slap bump and the kid just start crying but they're still fighting for grips and going for everything. <laughs> but their faces just red full of tears and snot, and they're like trying so hard. It's it's hilarious, but it's like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> like get it together, little buddy, man. You got this. <laughs> right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but yeah, man, the kids' division is very, uh, very, very awesome. For very, sure. Very awesome. Oh man, but uh. You got any questions for me, man? Um, you know, I asked you earlier if there's anything coming up with the school, you know, coming up, uh, any events coming up for you, the school, or any other students, man. You know, the floor is uh, still yours. Um, as far as stuff I got coming up, I think I'm going to try. Um, I saw that IBJJF just posted they're coming to Oklahoma City in February, and I have not had a chance to compete IBJJF since I was a blue belt. And actually it was, it would have been February of 2020 and it was in Kansas city. And I think it was the last IBJJF event they held before everything shut down for COVID. Mm-hmm. So it's finally coming back to the area. So I think I might try that. And then American grappling federation has the Kansas state championships in March, I believe in Kansas city. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat you're in. I'm, I'm really starting to, um, push pace on cardio, stuff like that. I want to get to where I feel like, um, I'm at my best and see how I fare, you know, in these bigger venues, because, um, really the smaller ones, you know, I don't do a lot of extra training for them. I just go out there and, you know, I got some slick stuff I can catch people in, but, it's just more like if I win, I win. If I don't, I'm don't. I'm just there to compete. And um, for these, I think I really want to focus and see um, what I can push my body to do. And you know, especially being like in some of the smaller competitions, with me being 41, you know, there's very few people in the area in my weight class, in my you know, in my rank. So I'm always getting thrown down with the adult division mm-hmm. and man that's that's rough <laughs> <laughs> yeah so. I, I i'm looking at um I, i'll kind of like go back and check the uh uh check the the scheduling and everything else with the grappling industries and see if anybody else can uh is registered but right now i think it's um well, in my, I think I'm, I'm, you know, well, masters plus, uh, yeah, masters, uh, brown belt two fifteen, okay. and it's only me right now. Yeah. Uh, but there's like another brown belt. I think he's like two, like two third, two thirties or something like that. And it's another one. It's another guy that's like a couple. Uh, he's like a little bit smaller. So I'm like, okay, so just have to prepare for an absolute. Just turn into an absolute, but. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to compete, but I'm as I'm more excited about the idea of actually going out of state to compete. Oh yeah, because I haven't done well. Obviously, I haven't done that at all. But you know, just hearing you know all you guys come on is like like yeah, man. You know, I'm I live here, but I've you know I've competed in Florida and and you know in Cali. I competed here and here and here and here and here. And I'm like, man, I want to do that. Yeah. 
for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, man, we're definitely working on it. But I will be in touch, man, to uh, you know, to keep up with you and also um, hear you know hear more about your uh, your journey and how how much you progress, man. Yeah, no, same, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep keep an eye and see how you're doing. So, do you feel like I know you talked about in previous podcasts that you are coming down a weight, you know, some weight classes? Mm-hmm. Um, are you planning on like doing structured cuts before the competition? Or are you just trying to get your weight down and kind of see where it falls um, at that point? Um. Honestly, um, I'm not a big fan of like weight cuts like that, um, cause you know just from like just my outside view of it and seeing just how it does to your body of constantly just up you know up and down to your weight, and yeah. I'm not getting any younger, so <laughs> I'm not you know it's not too many times I'm gonna be you know I'm gonna cut down to two fifteen and then balloon up and then cut back down. So right right now I'm just kind of I figured like 215 is kind of like right in the middle of like the divisions depending on uh where you compete so mm-hmm. i'm just going to kind of like stay right here um if i feel like i can do a little bit lighter i'll go down or if i have to if i want to be a little bit heavier maybe but no more than five pounds you know each direction but no like i'm losing right. weight just to lose weight to get healthier but also yeah just to get down to division but no i'm not doing no like extreme weight cuts for no for competing Okay. It's not. I'm not getting paid for this yet. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. They're pretty terrible. I've done it. Oh, the last. I I do it quite a bit because I love to eat, and yeah. where I walk around at isn't typically where I want to compete at. But yeah, like you said, man. Like as you get older, that just doesn't come off like it used to. No. Like it sucks. I got a guy. Well, one of the my blue belts that used to be a wrestler. Like it was nothing for him to drop 15 pounds in a week. And I'm like, dude, that's insane. I'm trying to drop five pounds in a month. In a month. <laughs> <laughs> so. Because, you know, I've, I've went throughout where I don't eat anything. I've been dehydrated for the day before. And, yeah, I'll make weight that day. But I don't do for crap, man. It's just like you're so drained. You know, you don't have anything in you. So, I don't know. Kind of the weird point. Um, I'll probably still cut some, but. Um, it's getting less and less enticing as I get older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because um, like a few years back when I started, you know, really trying to lose weight, I kept telling myself I wanted to get down to like 180. Um, I don't know why 180. Uh, maybe because I just want to get out of like 200 just to see and, and see how I look and see how I feel. Yeah. So it's still it's still kind of up in the air, but right now, uh. Like I said, I'm just shooting for like 215, which I'm kind of like a couple pounds off of from now. But um, yeah, just kind of like just see from there, man. See from there how I how I feel okay. and look. But yeah, right on. But yeah, man, that's uh, that's the end of today's episode. I would like to thank my guest Nick okay. for coming on the show. I really hope you guys enjoyed our tales and some of our experiences. Uh, please go and follow our Facebook and Instagram page to stay up to date on all future episodes. This has been Talk Your Jits Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day. <laughs>